Hey. Hey. Welcome back to the Uptown Girls. I know. I can't believe we're back for episode two. I know. Welcome back. Sounds kind of crazy. I know. It's like you put so much into the first episode and you're like, launch. And then episode two is like, launch. And now I'm realizing we're going to be doing like a launch every single week. Every single week. I just need to say, if you guys can hear the thunder in the back, we're experiencing the transition into NYC fall right this very minute. Yes. Which is kind of silly because that's pretty much the topic of our episode. I know. We're talking all things fall, cool weather, pumpkins. Maybe not pumpkins. But <laughs> Maybe I don't not think that's pumpkins. On the agenda. Um, goal setting? Goal setting, yes. Yeah. I don't know. I think fall, and the first thing that pops in my head is pumpkin pumpkin spice latte pumpkin scented candles all of the above all of them but also goal setting is really important as we wrap up 2023 that is crazy it's almost like 2024 that's that is how it goes (laughs) (laughs) that that is how it counts it it always happens this way like january happens and you get into like the heart of spring yeah And you're thinking there's no way this year is ever going to end. And then summer goes by so quickly and then it's the holidays. Yeah. Within the blink of an eye. So quick. Yeah. And I think also this year has been such a monumental year for both of us Mm -hmm. for so many reasons. And I think that has really sped up the year for us because I think I can speak for the two of us when I say that this has been the busiest year yet, I think. It really has been like outside of, I mean, I think... College was busy in its own right, but like yeah. adulthood busy is a different type of it is exertion a of energy. Because when you're working a full time job and also trying to do like a hundred other things on the side mm-hmm. and get rest and like work out and drink like water and stay hydrated and do all the things. Just taking care of yourself. Literally self care can be the hardest thing in the entire world. And this year I have been tested. (laughs) She has been tested. (laughs) I have been tested. Like literally like none other. And I think I've been really proud of how I've adapted, but also I do think I need a little bit of a wake up call, a little structure because right now we're just every day waking up and just going with the flow Mm -hmm. and I need a schedule to tell me where I need to be going and what I'm doing. Well, consider this episode your wake up call. It, it, it is a wake up call right there in the face. It is a wake up call for us, for (laughs) you, for everyone. Yeah. So should we dive in? We should. Let's dive in. So this past week has been crazy. It really has been. Absolutely insane. It's gone by really fast. It has gone by really fast. And for that, I'm grateful. Because there's so much that lies ahead for us, too. I know. It's it's crazy because when I looked at the calendar for mm-hmm. September, I would tell people, it's like, I don't know how I'm going to make it. I feel like there's an event every single day. Then I was like, we're recording the podcast and posting on social and also work is crazy. And now that I'm actually in the thick of it, I'm like, okay, like we're rocking and rolling, which has been like a good speed to be at. But I'm also like ready to crash just for like one day. Yeah, I'm on the same page as you there, but I think because there's simply no space to crash at this point, once we get to the weekend, it's going to be like the greatest relief we've felt in a while, I think. I would agree. I feel like there's not really too much planned this weekend. I'm doing nothing this weekend. I don't know about you. After the party on Thursday, wait, when this episode's released, 
We know the party wouldn't have happened yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it will be the day of the party. The so if you're listening before the party and you're an NYC RSVP and come join us at Star Child Rooftop Bar and Lounge because we're going to have an amazing time. It's going to be really good. We, we already have so many RSVPs. I know. I, I'm really excited for the response that we got. It's, yeah. it's going to be a fun night. And I think us not having plans on Friday and Saturday will be the best thing for us. Much just needed. to be able to... Go out, have fun, not be worried about what's happening the next day mm-hmm. outside of, I guess, technically work. But, yeah, you know, you know, Friday, summer Friday. Oh, it's not summer Friday. It's no anymore. longer summer Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I, if you don't know what summer Fridays are, I feel like it's observed a lot more in the city than it is, like, in other places around the country. I never heard of it until I moved to New York. Me neither. I, I was like, what, what do you mean, summer Fridays? They're like, yeah, we, like, don't really work in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Which my like current company we don't like have it like on paper that it's summer fridays but it's pretty understood like after one o'clock don't email me please right like the people like if you email me at four i'm just i'm not responding i'm i'm not or actually i'd probably do yeah (laughs) i i roll my eyes and say i'm not oh my god why would you send an email this late but i normally end up responding anyways but in general summer fridays are really great because it just kind of gives you a little bit of a longer weekend Mm -hmm. but now that labor day is here i guess they're over everything's changed it has been it has been it It has it is it was (laughs) it did yeah all of it we're here yeah okay so this past week craziness Mm -hmm. and i almost feel like we should just go ahead and dive into the segments because i think everything we have to cover kind of Falls in Falls one of those categories. Absolutely. So Uptown Roundup? Let's do an Uptown Roundup. So I feel like a lot of our Roundup is very similar to the big things that were happening last week. Yes. Because it's like a two-week situation, mm-hmm. right? And so U.S. Open. Ugh. Whoa. You know I love it. Tennis. Tennis. Amazing. Breathe Which, it. Eat it. Which, I mean, it's interesting because not saying I'm dealing with the repercussions of the open. Sure. But because my like my company's clients did such an incredible job, um, we had p- people in the finals for both women and men having to like update all of their like materials and like all the press attention and brands I want to work with them has been really exciting. Um, but also it's a little, a little stressful. Quite a lot. Because it's very urgent and very important. Oh, it's so important. But... Coco. You know I'm obsessed with Coco. And if you aren't obsessed with Coco, what are you doing? I know. Her speech, when she, like, after she won. She's insanely talented, so articulate, such a well-rounded woman, and she's 19. I know. That's what caught me off guard. Because, I mean, I could look at her and tell that she was young. Yeah. But when she opens her mouth, she sounds like so much older than her Yeah. Age. Well, and she's been on tour since she was 14. Yeah. Which that, that tends to be the case with a lot of the tennis stars. They have to mature yeah. a lot faster. And I mean, it shows. But sh- the way that she handles herself on and off the court is so incredible. I cried personally when she fell to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> I, have, I have chills right now. I mean, that was incredible. And now I want one of those New Balance t-shirts that says 
call me Coco and then Coco's crossed out and it says yeah. call me champion. <laughs> it's so good. And her whole like family having it on like immediately after uh, she her won. dad and her running up to the stands. Okay, first of all, it was so funny to me how her dad was not sitting with her mom because it reminded me of my parents. Yeah. <laughs> because whenever I'm, for example, competing or in any sort of high stress environment, a lot of times my parents can't sit together because they're both so anxious and nervous. Not that they don't have faith in me, but mm -hmm. it's just, you know, it's a high stress thing. And so that was really funny to me. Yeah, I I heard that he was like pacing around the stadium uh -huh. because he couldn't watch. Yeah, that's exactly what my dad does. <laughs> and so it it's crazy how he was just... You know, I like, couldn't even watch this moment. Yeah. He was so nervous. Mm -hmm. But seeing her, like, run up to see her entire family. Everyone crying. And the coaches. And it was just such an emotional moment. And I heard in an interview afterwards that was the first time she'd ever seen her parents cry. Like, ever. Oh, and, wait. And she's accomplished a lot. That's like, incredible. Like, my mom would cry if I'd actually mm. <laughs> if i want to say title if, if in the pageant world like i feel like if, if we were to win like a state title our parents yeah. would cry uh -huh. but that's like not i feel like my parents would cry for you and vice versa too that is very true <laughs> yeah but not i'm like i don't want to compare winning a state title to winning the u.s <laughs> open not the same that's not the case don't get it twisted no but that was just such a huge moment and i think what really stood out to me was when she was in her speech talking about how she appreciated all the haters yeah and the people who told her that she would never be anything mm -hmm. and that she had a cap on her greatness and that was just fuel um yeah. for her to keep going and to prove everybody right or prove ooh, not right prove everybody <laughs> wrong yeah and i think that is such a great message for young women that she's sending and like i i felt ready i was like i'm i can do this if she oh, can yeah when the U.S. Open at 19, I can do a podcast. I can deal with the things that I have in my life and believe in myself and other people don't. Mm -hmm. Exactly. It's amazing. And then Djokovic, mm -hmm. greatest of all time. Yes. Number 24. Crazy. That was an insane match. I unfortunately didn't get to watch. I know you didn't get to watch. But I was I on have a train. To, I ha <laughs> you were on a train. Um, but I have to touch on it really quick because... His speech, he dedicated it um, to Kobe mm -hmm. and his daughter uh, because he was number 24. And this was his 24th uh, Grand Slam. So that was really emotional and also just shows how much of a phenomenal guy he is. After this huge win, that's what he chooses to talk about. Incredible. Yeah. I so touching. Seeing just these athletes with such huge platforms be able to use them in such mm -hmm. a great way like anyone can well not anyone can be a great athlete but there's lots of great athletes and actors and mm -hmm. performers in the world but using your platform for good is it's actually more rare than you expect it is like I think a lot of people get to that level in their career and they make it all about themselves mm -hmm. and especially in this world of social media, you like see your followers like ticking like upwards Vanity and can millions. easily get the best of you. That like, yeah, you like have charity or you like donate money to a foundation, but the people who like really care and want to make a difference, mm -hmm. they're one of a kind. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So great weekend, great past two weeks for sports, mm -hmm. sports in New York City specifically. I know. And then it's September, which means like NBA is right around the corner, yeah. NHL. We're almost at MLB playoffs. Mm -hmm. I'm like, 
I'm like, lots of things to discuss. I know lots of sports sports things going on, yeah. but also this week pivoting fashion, fashion, fashion week, fashion week. I honestly, this was real. This was really like my first fashion week that mm-hmm. I've semi participated in. Yeah. Now let's be really honest. I did not go to any like you know huge designer shows right. i was not sitting on front row i was just happy to be invited to anything that i could be exactly and i i guess to start off on friday i had the chance to work a fashion show mm-hmm. i was there all day and let me tell you that behind the scenes it it's crazy i had no idea how much work went into it which I think a lot of times you look at jobs that you deem as like really glamorous and you don't even understand like you're like oh my god that's so fun like I would love to do that and then you actually do it and you're on your feet all day for a fashion show that's like maybe 30 minutes mm-hmm. and it definitely is fully worth it but absolutely it's just incredible to see all of the different moving pieces and how it all comes together yeah oh I'm sure and then we got to experience fashion week together yes which was super fun we went to Sherry Hill, which was great. Also super cool to get the invite to that. Yeah, it was cool to see a similar demographic of girls as yeah. well. Like personalities and like what people were wearing. I was like, these are my people. Oh, absolutely. And people were turning looks. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you. Yeah. And on top of that, not only did we get to see some amazing designs, meet some really cool people, got some great pics for a photo op because you know we're always going to get the photo op yes we also got fed and that was the highlight for me that girl dinner was unreal that was the ultimate girl dinner (laughs) we We should break it down we had no idea there was food okay well first of all we're taking photos right let me just i need to paint a picture i think right here go for it we're taking photos cruel summer comes on (laughs) Caitlin goes, Abby, run now, now. So we run to the runway. And I don't know all the Swifties out there. If you've seen videos from the concert, you've been to the concert right before the first bridge. She says something like, we're going to tackle the first bridge of the night together. Something along those lines. And the bridge was coming up. So Caitlin was wanting to get a video of me strutting down the runway doing the bridge. This was the most frantic thing ever. You will see it on my TikTok, though. Yeah, there were a lot of people, to be clear. This was not a clear runway. No, not in the slightest. So we get that video and we're like, okay, ready to go. So we're walking out a full bar on both sides of the restaurant. We were taken off guard by that. We didn't know that there was going to be any sort of refreshments. So we say, don't mind if we do. Well, at first we were like, no, no, because no, people, no. <laughs> people had like little trays yeah, and all different types of, would that be hors d'oeuvres? It would be hors d'oeuvres. Hors d'oeuvres. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, like glasses of champagne mm-hmm. and like different drinks. And I was like, oh, I don't really know how long we're going to stay. I'm good. Even though I really hadn't had much to eat. So I, sh- I should have like Immediately automatically on it. Yeah, said, same. let me get food. But then as time passed by, more plates came out. I said, let me just try one. And once I had one of those snacks, I, it, I, nothing could stop me. Nothing could stop. It was the smoked salmon with the cream, the cream cheese, cheese on, I don't even know what sort of a bread or. It wasn't a cracker. It wasn't a cracker. And it wasn't bread. 
but it, it was really been. special whatever it was and that was really good i think i had maybe four yeah <laughs> anytime this tray came around we'd be like and it was the same Where? woman it was and, always the same. and she would she would she would like scoot towards us and we'd make a little eye contact she knew and she knew that we were going to take that food off the tray oh absolutely but then as we had a moment we said oh well maybe we should go home Mm -hmm. and we're two seconds from walking outside of the door (laughs) and we see an entire platter of food like a whole table and it was what steak yeah it was steak potatoes Potatoes. asparagus and that was just on one side we didn't even go to the other Mm -mm. side and they had pastas a bunch of different things literally every cuisine it felt like and it was delicious and we had ourselves a little girl dinner we had ourselves a girl dinner and it was amazing it was amazing the man did try to take our chair which was yeah apparently we were sitting at someone's table and which to be fair we sat at a table that said reserved but there was yes. nobody there at any of the tables so we took that as a, well, it was reserved. Nobody took it so we can sit down. Right. And this man comes up and he's like, can I take this chair? This table was actually reserved for me. And, <laughs> and we were like, oh my gosh, yes, please. So sorry. I was like, do we need to move? Do we need to go somewhere else? And I just felt like he was glaring at us from across the room. He probably did he not. Probably, I don't think, think he was. Another thought about us. But we ended up getting, we like ate and we got up. Oh, and then I had the shrimp. The fried oh shrimp yeah, you did really have fried good. shrimp. And then we we finished. We walked over. Mm-hmm. We met a few different like friends. Yeah. Abby turned into photographer. Was taking pictures of. When I get into photographer <laughs> mode, I have blinders on. She was focused. She I was focused. All I was going to get that shot for that girl. And you did. and I did. And her mother was so appreciative. So appreciative. I was so happy to do it. We also, I guess, like as a plug, we have our light that we take with us everywhere. We do the spotlight. Mm-hmm. And we both have our own. We try to keep them charged. Um, we do our best. But the best way I can put the light is it feels like a zap. Which, if you know mm-hmm. what a zap is, in college, I think it's only college you get zaps, right? I think you can order the... I always say the zap man. It's not always a man, <laughs> and it's always and it's not always we one are person. Inclusive. <laughs> we are zap man or woman. It could be a zap man or woman. Um but I always say the zap man. Like, mm-hmm. oh, is the zap man here? Yes. I'm pretty sure you can have the zap man come to any event. Like, I've seen people in Alabama take zaps at weddings. But I guess to explain what a zap is, or explain what, like, the zap man, it's it's basically <laughs> man, woman. <laughs> the zap man or woman is, like, they, they come to your event and they take pictures of you. Yeah. And it's this extreme flash. And I have a photo like no other a photo like no other because most of the time when they're taking these pictures it's at a like late night party mm-hmm. or something and it's super dark yeah and that flash it's like boom right like, like it's it's a lot and so I feel like our little lights that we bring with us which are on Amazon um should we start an Amazon storefront Maybe. I think we should start an Amazon <laughs> we've storefront. actually had so many people buy the light because of us that so many I'm like maybe this is a storefront item but we bring the light with us everywhere mm-hmm. and it makes everything look more elevated than a flash on our iPhone. I think the majority of the photos on my Instagram from the past, however long I've owned this light, two, three months, have been used with the light. And it just, it really does add a sort of elevated polish. Mm-hmm. And also just every picture I've taken with it has been a total slay. 
of it me, really of other people, of food, of whatever is in front of me. It is a sleigh. And I'll be honest. It does feel like a lot when you take a picture with it out in public. But here's the thing. I have no shame anymore. Oh, I have no shame or pride. <laughs> that is a bold statement. Maybe pride is I think, stretch. I think we have pride. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we do. We yeah. do. <laughs> but you like, if we, whenever we whip that light out in public... People are just staring at us. They're like, going to be who are those New York influencer girls. They're going to be some head turns. Yes. And you know what? But it doesn't matter because we get good content. Exactly. And so we whipped out the and light. And you would do it too for a check. I, I would. Yeah. And and I I mean, we whipped out the light at the show and it made all of our pictures look a hundred times better. I can't wait for that post to hit the gram. It's going to be really great. It is. But we also, I guess... We'll be going to the show. Like we're going to like an event at on Nordstrom Wednesday. on Wednesday. Yep. Which I don't really know a ton of details about. I don't either. All I know is that I'm on the list. Yes. Just showing up. I did do the RSVP. I'm glad. And I I was about <laughs> to ask you if you did. <laughs> well, the deadline. I'm not showing was, up alone. The deadline was I September. The, you. I know you would have left me. <laughs> <laughs> the deadline was September the 10th, and oh, yeah, it I was didn't last catch night. That. Yeah, and so I I kid you not, I RSVP'd at like 11.15 p.m. I'm proud of you for And they responded to me. I was like, girly, whoever that girl was who responded to me, yeah. I said, you need to like get off your work computer. It is too There's late. There's no time to get off the work computer. It's fashion week. I know. And, and from watching the people that I worked with that like during the fashion show on Friday, I understand now like they're on their computers like 24 seven. Mm-hmm. I was sitting next to some of the people on the social team, like just gathering content from all the shows, putting it together. They had like a weather report on the fashion week. So wow. like basically letting you know like what the best attire was for the day based off of rain and stuff like that. I, I was like, you guys are not sleeping at all. No. But I will say the team I worked with, they get a week off after fashion week's over oh good so everyone resets much needed but it's such a quick turn to um fashion week in february Mm -hmm. like they have no time with holidays they really don't Mm -hmm. so what a whirlwind it was a whirlwind yeah it continues to be it continues to be so that's kind of like what has happened to us over the past week or so things are just going to get crazier so hang on because this week is about to be a wild ride it is. It already has been, but it's going to but continue to be. But it's so much fun, though. It's so much fun. And so with that... Glamour and Grit. My favorite. Those are They're favorite. all my favorite, but I think Glamour and Grit is probably my favorite. Also, just so the people know, Abby did name the segments. I sure did. And I said, girly, you just tell me what the segments are and I will follow your lead. And I and, did. And when you revealed them to me, I, I think that was the most excited I've ever seen you. Really? <laughs> I said, picture this. And and here we are. And here we are. Executing. It's happening. I love okay. them. Glamour grit. Yeah. Do you want me to go? Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's start with the glamour. Yes. Starting out on the bright side of things. Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, I think I'm going to say first, it's been so super exciting seeing the feedback we've gotten from the first episode. And it's been really encouraging. And has kind of just given me a push in a positive direction in tackling this crazy week ahead that has been awesome. I think that one of the best things you can do for yourself when you have a lot ahead of you 
is to enter it with a positive mindset because if you don't, then things are not going to go the way you want them to. Mm -hmm. So I'm really excited to enter this week with a positive mindset and to tackle everything that needs to be tackled and make it fun because it will be fun. It already has been. It already has been. Last night was a blast. Last night was a blast. I felt like a little celebrity. I also felt like a celebrity. And the people we were interacting with were definitely more celebrity status, but we said if you... But hey, we were in the room. We were. And that's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that also, I'm going to tr- go ahead and hit my grit because this is go really ahead. weighing heavily on me right now. I know where you're going. Um, or at least I think I know. No, you know what? I'm not. I'm going back to my glamour because if I hit my grit right now, I'm just going to get so <laughs> low. And when you guys hear what my grit is, you're going to feel it too. Uh, one more glamour. We're Rent the Runway girlies. Mm-hmm. Hardcore. And I think we're both wearing Rent the Runway right now. Is your blazer Rent the Runway? It my is. top is Rent the Runway. Of yeah. course. Sponsor us. Sponsor us. Uh, I would (laughs) love that not have that bill. (laughs) I would love it. But I was five for five this week. All five items that I ordered fit perfectly. And that has never happened before. And that's that's so wild to me because my outfits always fit really well. Yeah. But also I've had to run the runway for like five or six years. So So you know the brands better. I know the brands. I know the sizing recommendations. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, sometimes you never know. But so that was great. Now I'm going to hit my grit. So Alabama played Texas on Saturday and we really, really went into it gung ho. Uh, Horns down. I woke up with a horns down mentality. I woke up and my hands were already in a (laughs) horns down. Uh, What is it? Motion. Motion. (laughs) So the whole day was looking forward to the game demolishing Texas was really excited about that I didn't know if I ever felt like we were going to demolish them but I felt like we were going to beat them at least by touchdown I feel like sometimes when you're an Alabama fan you just have the mentality that we're going to demolish everyone however things have changed a little bit recently Um, very true I won't go further into that but so anyways was super excited for the game and one of my favorite parts about New York City is going to the Alabama bar on Saturdays for football because it's really such a fun experience it feels like not that it feels like college again but it's you're with familiar people and also people that are all rooting for the same team and it's just a really fun environment right so I get there going into the fourth quarter I checked the score I knew we were down bad and this was a make or break moment right things were happening We're on the rooftop. People are yelling. They're jumping up and down. So upset. So excited. (laughs) All at once. And then blackout. What happened? The TVs went up. All of them for the whole quarter. And so people just had their phones up on the ESPN app. I was unfortunately one of the chosen few to hold their phone up. (laughs) And my arm (laughs) was shaking. And honestly, at that point, I would have rather just let the TVs die and not watch the rest of it because it was so disappointing and sad. I feel the same. I was not a Thainsworth. Yeah. But I think I got to the fourth quarter. I don't know. Maybe because I've been an Alabama fan my whole life, Mm -hmm. like since I was a little, little girl. I've been blessed with so many national championships. Mm -hmm. Like I can remember being like a little girl going to Hibbets and 
Hibbits. Hibbit sports. <laughs> and like winning the national championship and making my mom stand out in line with me yeah. for hours just mm-hmm. to get like a national championship hat or sweatshirt. Yep. And so we've had such a great run and yeah. had such a wonderful dynasty. We won two national championships while I was in school. That now I'm kind of like, we can't be perfect and amazing forever. We can. And I'm grateful that we were in school and what? got to experience those <laughs> national championships. It's a privilege to not have to watch the downfall, I'll say. It is a privilege. I think we were there at like peak mm-hmm. performance. Jalen Tua, like Oof. Mac Jones. Mac Jones. <laughs> that photo of him in the locker room will forever be in my Listen, head. I can't. I'm so upset you brought that up because that's all I'm going to see for the, the rest imagery. of the episode. <laughs> If you don't know what we're talking about, literally just search Mac Jones locker room and you will see. It'll pop up. It really exposed him, I'll say. Yeah. Literally and figuratively. Um, but yeah, so that's. <laughs> <laughs> that is my glamour and grit. And now I'm passing it off. I think, I guess I'll just finish the low and so we can end on a high. Oh, that's a great plan. Love how you think. I feel like my grit are two things. One is also the Alabama game because we were on, we were doing so well, meaning like I was, I was on a trip with some of my friends watching the game and we'd all watch Coco and the open. And so we're all like in tears and excited and amazed. And then we watch the Alabama game and we have such high hopes. Mm -hmm. And then the game just continued to get, Worse and worse. Because I've always been an Alabama fan that's thought that we are a better second half team than we are first. So I don't ever think that the game is settled before halftime. I will believe until fourth quarter. But when we get to fourth quarter and I'm not seeing a shift or a change, a change in the tide. Um, <laughs> literally. Literally. I I just start to accept reality. And... Because I was with a group of people, the vibes were just low that night. Yep. But I guess, well, that would kind of transition into the high. I'll wait to hit my my glamour. But another grit is just there's so many things going on. And it's like I don't want to be that girl who complains because I'm really, really blessed to have all the things mm-hmm. that I do in my life. But sometimes it's a lot, and I just want one day to sleep in. Yeah. <laughs> one day to sleep in, one day not to have to send an email, just a day to never open my blinds and drink my coffee and watch Netflix all day. Saturday's coming soon. And that is on the way. And that, that's where we shift to some hope and some positivity is that things are going to get better this weekend. Um, but also the glamour is that trip that I was just talking about mm-hmm. was with a bunch of my friends who went to Alabama. There were a few other people who did not go to Alabama, but I feel like everyone's just made themselves an Alabama the fan. Vibe, yeah. Because um, for some reason, we all stick together. This has become such an Alabama episode. <laughs> and it wasn't intentional. It really wasn't. No. We were like, oh, we'll just hit on the game. Yeah. But um, it was a group of my friends that we became a group right when we all moved here after I graduated in 2021. And it was still kind of COVID here in the city. We're still doing mass vaccine cards. Mm -hmm. And so you really had to find your people because people weren't going out that much. Right. And so I gravitated towards some of the Bama people. And this past weekend, we decided to take the train two hours out of the city to Milford, Connecticut to the beach. And I need to do this more. I like I have to start taking the train out of the city. It was only $15. And it's so easy to take 
like to go all the way out there yeah and it was super fast mm-hmm. and we spent the whole day on the beach on saturday which was super fun and had lobster rolls which were really tasty Yum. and then I'm watched jealous. the game which was like a mm. little bit of a bummer mm-hmm. but like i feel like living in the city like a big part of fall is you know getting out doing things that are a little bit like non-traditional like <laughs> you spent all summer like like going out at night mm-hmm. and like being in the park all day and like you want to mix it up and do something different and so those weekend or day trips out of the city can be really great so refreshing so i guess that's my glamour oh and my meditation book yes i as i told tiktok i had a really really strong statement mm-hmm. um and then they put me in tiktok jail for being too <laughs> not tiktok jail I'm not going to explain TikTok jail to the people. Not right now. But um, search it on TikTok if you want to know. But I I was like super excited to share with people that I'm really trying to turn things around these last few months, which we're going to dig into more in the meat of the episode. Not the meat. <laughs> I don't know why I've gravitated. Before we recorded this, so Caitlin was like, meat. I'm not going to say the meat again. Because <laughs> last episode I was like, the meat. I've never heard you say that before. But I, I think now it's just like so natural. I think my brain just looks at it as like the meat. And I just see like a hamburger. I, oh. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know. I wasn't thinking that visual. Oh, yeah. It it feels like one of those Arby com- Arby's commercials mm-hmm. where like each of the pieces of the burger are like slowly falling down. No. No. We'll just, I'll let that live rent free in my head. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No. You know what? I can like our hellos were the bun yeah the or, lettuce or i feel like it's gonna take us forever to break down the entire they know what we're, they know what we're saying but the meat the the main part of the episode we're gonna talk about um just like transitioning into fall mm-hmm. and like our own personal goals but one thing that i really wanted to do was read my meditation book that i got at the beginning of the year i said in january i'm gonna read this book every day i made it to february and then i quit And so I picked it back up and it really has been such a great way to start my day. And I'm excited to continue doing that. I'm so glad. That's a great thing. Well, I think that might be the best transition possible. I think it's the perfect transition, actually. To the meat. You really set that up for us. I did. The meat. The meat. Let's go. Let's do it. Okay. So how is it fall, but it's 90 degrees outside? I don't really know. I feel like the way that we're dressed for the pod is definitely not appropriate for how much we'd be sweating outside. It's definitely not appropriate, but this is what I was feeling today and I had to follow my heart. And that's the weird part about the fall transition mm-hmm. is technically, I guess, like after Labor Day. Yeah. You're like, summer's over, fall, here we go, mm-hmm. which especially is true up here, like in the north, because I feel like in the south, schools go back to school schools go back to school kids go back to school a lot earlier like Mm -hmm. early august like mom's a teacher um and of course like we just got out of college a few years ago and my brain's like august time to go back yeah but here like kids are starting school this week exactly and so now it's like okay now it's really fall it's really fall and i will say i think the warm weather has made the transitioning into the mindset of it's fall, it's time Mm -hmm. to get myself in check, much more difficult. I'd agree. I feel like I am still wearing shorts and fun dresses and 
I'm still wearing white after Labor Day, which I think is I don't very- abide by that rule, and I think it's stupid. Sorry to anyone that I don't even know how we started doing that or why. Um, we should have looked up the history to that. And, and you know, we might circle back on that in, mm. in future episodes. We will. I guarantee you. But it's so warm outside, and so mm-hmm. I think because we are, you know, getting ready and gearing up for the last four months of the year, we are in the last four months of the year, mm-hmm. we're almost at Q4. My very business brain is like corporate. I was about to say, it's the start of the fiscal year. <laughs> the fiscal year. <laughs> uh, I I have to like force myself into routines. I do too. Because if I let my body lead off of what it feels like outside, mm-hmm. I will be in the mentality like it's June and July. And that is not a good place to be. Exactly. The year. So in terms of routine, it looks different for everybody. Mm-hmm. What does it look like for you? getting back into the swing of things for fall and getting yourself in check? I'll be honest. The routine is not fully there yet. Sure. I I feel like I've been doing a lot of like writing down goals mm-hmm. and like thinking about how I want the rest of the year to look. So I say that and I preface things as I am not perfect. So some of Definitely. some of these goals I might be setting for myself, you're going to see me on social media and be like, wait a minute, didn't she say she was, didn't she say she was going <laughs> to? But that's what goals yeah. are sometimes. Are. Yeah. Yeah. It's something to reach for. And it's about finding ways to hold yourself accountable too. Yes. I think for me, like personal goals, I mentioned it a little bit earlier about um, doing meditation every single morning. Mm-hmm. I really want a solid morning and night routine. I think morning routines are a lot easier than nights. Um, just cause like sometimes you could have no plans in the afternoon, but because we live in New York city, things can be spontaneous and Pop someone will say like, Hey, do you want to go out? Or, Hey, let's go to a happy hour. Let's do this. And you find yourself in another borough or 40 minutes from home. And you're, at least for me, my phone will do the notification where it's like, it's your bedtime reminder. Time to go to sleep. Time to wind down. Yep. And I am like, I haven't even gotten on the train to go home. That's funny. For me, it's not that. It's time to take your allergy pill. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's that's a part of my nighttime routine. And Mm. so I have a reminder for every single day to take my allergy pill at 10 p.m. And whenever that allergy pill notification goes off and I'm not at home it's always a little bit of a oh mm-hmm. I think mine's too early my sleep like go to bed reminder is at 9 30 that does feel a little bit early and I'm not that I'm never home at 9 30 right but I live you know further uptown yes. and so with like work being more downtown and most of my friends live like like below the park naturally if I spend time with people it's gonna take me like 30 40 minutes to get home exactly which I don't think people realize like when you look at a map of Manhattan you're like oh they live in Manhattan you can Mm -hmm. get to people really quickly oh four miles away so mm -mm. and like don't you dare try to get an uber or a lyft because that's gonna cost you 30 40 dollars cabs too think about it and so I'm always like gotta go get on the train and so I have to I think I need to be better about being honest with myself about Mm. my time I think a lot of times I'll say I'm going to be home at this time I'm going to go to the gym at this time and yes it's like good to have a schedule but being more flexible because it's either zero or 100 for me Mm -hmm. either it's like I'm 100% it 100% into it I'm hitting all my marks perfectly or it's like I can't reach that perfection and I just say "Mm, we're just gonna go with the flow and see Mm -hmm. what happens today and then I get nothing done. Right. I feel like that's a a fairly common 
thing that a lot of people can probably relate to. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that for me, I totally agree with the nighttime routine. Morning routines for me are easier. I would have to agree on that as well. I think with the nighttime thing for me, it's not that I'm not home. It's that I just can't get myself to wind down because we were having a conversation before we started recording about leaving technology. Yes. Um, wherever you're downstairs in the other room, wherever you are. So you're not taking it into the space where you're relaxing. I think that could be huge for me because that's my issue is I'm watching an episode of something or I'm scrolling and my mind is just running and I can't go to sleep at the time I want to go to sleep. So I think for me, one of my goals is to prioritize winding down an hour before I want to be asleep. So that's a good stop. Yeah. So not scrolling. If I'm watching a movie or something, maybe I'll give a pass every once in a while on that. But what I want to do more often, which I really do love to do, I just have to make myself do it, is read every single night before going to bed. That's the perfect thing. It's the perfect thing. Your brain, like, chill. Yeah, and I love to read. I really do. It's just prioritizing it at that time of day. My favorite thing is taking a book to work and reading during my lunch break. And so then in my brain, I'm like, okay, I've checked off my reading for the day. But then maybe if I save it for the nighttime, I'll be more excited to do it. I'll be honest. I have tried taking books to work and I don't every every single time I try to read during lunch it doesn't happen and then I'm more upset that my bag is heavy because I carried a book. I get that. Which I will say I do better reading during the day when I'm reading on my phone or my iPad Mm -hmm. instead of a physical book Yep. because sometimes I'm just so drained from looking at my phone and scrolling that I'm like okay I'm sitting on this train with no service. Let me at least open my phone and read a few pages out of the book and keep going. Mm-hmm. But also I think because I have a phone, like if I read my book on a phone and then I'm in my bed reading on a phone before I go to like before I go to sleep. It's not the same. No. And I know a lot of people have suggested that I get a, a Kindle. Same here. Just because like the light isn't as harsh yes. and you can't hop over to another app. I just know myself if I start reading on my phone, it's going to lead to me being on TikTok. And that's, I agree with you there. Like just goes aside from like the point of, yeah. of trying to get off of technology. Right. I think, uh, yeah, 100%. I also think that going into this busy season, I'm not going to create too many goals for myself because I don't want to feel like things are out of reach or like I'm out of control and I can't tangibly grasp those things. Mm -hmm. Because I know me, if I have those things on my list that I want to accomplish and I don't accomplish them, I'm just going to be bummed out. Yeah, you have to manage your expectations. Exactly. And so in terms of things that are manageable for me that I'm going to tackle this fall, something that I love to do that has almost kind of turned into a therapeutic thing for me is create a grocery list specifically for meals I'm going to make Mm -hmm. throughout the week because that that. yeah right because it makes me make those meals (laughs) and then utilize them because it is so much easier to think to yourself oh I'm so hungry I'm just gonna run home because I already have that meal in the fridge and it's so Mm -hmm. easy whereas when I don't do that I'm so much more likely to spend money that I don't have <laughs> on a meal out unless when, it's tiki chick unless it's tiki chick that's a whole different thing <laughs> but I'm just much more likely to spend my money where I wouldn't have wanted to spend it 
when I could just enjoy my food at home. And I really do enjoy going to the grocery store. However, it can't be on a Sunday. I really mm-hmm. love waking up early on a Friday and going to the grocery store because I'm working from home on Fridays. So if I get home a little bit past nine, it's really not a big deal. So I'll wake up and I'll go like 7.45, 8. And it's usually pretty empty. And I just have my AirPods in, listen to a podcast, listen to music and kind of do my thing. Right now, something that I'm really enjoying and in getting into the swing of fall, talking about having my AirPods in, is a moody playlist. Okay. Maybe I'll create a playlist and share it with everyone. That would be really fun. Yeah. Because I want to hear what you're listening to. Okay. I will do that because I love music and music is kind of at the core for me of everything that I do. I always like to have something going on in the background and whatever the mood and the tone of my music is, is going to reflect how I'm feeling at that time. Yeah. So I'll totally create a playlist and share it with everyone. I feel like fun playlist in New York City especially. Yes. It's like romanticizing your life. Oh, tell me about it. Because if you have the right music on in your ears, it just changes everything that you're seeing in the city. Exactly. And I have these oh my gosh, I live in New York moments Mm -hmm. all the time when I'm listening to the right music. I've been really into house music lately. I've never been a house music girl. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why it helps me focus really well. I put it on the background. I've heard that before. But I'll listen to house music or honestly, I'll probably listen to my other favorite podcast when I'm in the grocery store. But I go to the grocery store on Monday mornings at 8. Oh, that's nice too. Just because... I like a lot of more like fresh foods and I am honest with myself that over the weekend, I'm probably going to eat out a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And so going to the grocery store on a, on a Friday or a Monday versus a Friday, like works better for my food staying fresh. But if I go at eight o'clock before I go to work, it gets me up, it gets Mm -hmm. me moving. I'll always pick up like a salad, like a pre-made salad that's I can eat for lunch that day. Yeah. And then I I have my food for the rest of the week. That's great. And I think that's also a huge part of staying healthy during the fall, too, because like we've said time and time again, it is such a busy season. And if you aren't prioritizing what you're putting into your body, then it's going to have some major effects. And so shopping well for your groceries and making sure you're getting rest like we've just talked about, even taking your vitamins um, for me. I need to do better at that, too. (laughs) Candidly speaking, I'm horrible at it. Um, something else that I really like to do to stay hydrated, which is also Mm -hmm. super important. One, this is an, it's not an ad, but this is my unofficial ad for the Awala water bottle. I, you know, I don't leave the house without her. It's sitting right next to me right now. It's so perfect. I've talked so many of my friends into buying it. The straw, there's just something about it that makes it fun and super refreshing. But I also love electrolyte packets But I make sure um, that there's nothing extra in it, like sugars or things like that, because not that it's going to reverse the effects. It's just not as good for your body. I know what you mean. Yeah. I think, too, like you're also eating heavier foods. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know, in the fall, I eat a lot more pastas and and stuff that's more warm and Mm -hmm. filling, where in the summertime, I'm a lot more 
likely to have a salad or something more fresh. Right. Like so I don't want to be balanced. Right. I don't want a, a hot dish on a 95 degree day in the middle of the day, most likely. But when it's a little bit chilly outside, it's perfect. Then you want to eat a little bit more or have that hot chocolate or have the extra sweet, something warm, like a warm pie or something. It, Ooh, a warm pie. <laughs> a warm pie. Mm. Like summertime, you want ice cream and like yeah. a small little like ice cream cone. But in the wintertime, you can go ham. Things change. Pie. Yeah, exactly. So you have to really make sure you're being balanced, still drinking water, still getting your greens, still doing your vitamins, still mm-hmm. moving your body. Because when the sun goes down as early as it does, especially in the city, I wasn't ready my first winter here. The sun will go down at like 4.30. Mm-hmm. I'll it's, still be at work. Yeah, exactly. So how do you... You know, stay productive and move your body when it's so easy to want to go home and just go on a Netflix binge. Exactly. It is really hard. And I think that something else that comes with that um, is making sure you're not overworking yourself. For me, in the fall especially and in the winter months when it does get dark outside, things start to feel heavier in the office and I'll find myself getting into a hole and kind of hyper fixating on things to the point where it's like, I, I realize I haven't even stopped for a meal in the middle of the day. Same. And because it's, I'm just so happy to be out of the house and being productive and doing something. However, I think that honestly, my boss has helped hold me accountable when I get into those holes because she knows me pretty well now too. And not that I'm an overachiever, but I, I you know what? I am an overachiever. You are. And so... <laughs> One thing that's been huge for me that I, which I guess kind of goes into non-negotiables and boundaries uh, that I've set up for myself at work, include when I first started working there, knowing myself and how much that I often put on my plate and what I can handle was huge for me because right off the bat, I learned when to tell people that I couldn't handle things and I needed them to pass it off to someone else. That's huge. Which, yeah, it can be really scary when you're entering a new career because you don't want people to think that you're not capable of something. But when it comes down to it, they hired you for a reason. They know you're capable. All you have to do is show up and do a good job. That's all they can ask for. And so whenever my boss would ask me, hey, Abby, can you handle this for me? If I had too much on my plate, I would just be honest right off the bat and say, oh, I'd be happy to do it. Maybe later on in the week, I have a lot going on right now and I don't think I could do that to the best of my ability. Could we pass it off to so-and-so? And she always respected that. And I think that set up some really strong boundaries with us from the beginning. And now it's gotten to the point where she'll ask me to do something and say, wait, but before you do it, can you handle that on your plate right now? Is it okay if I give this to you? Which I really appreciate and it's created great rapport for us um, and has built a stronger line of communication that I think is super important in the office space. I agree. I feel like my first job here in the city, I said yes to everything. Mm -hmm. And I was working fully remote and no one saw the amount of work I had. So every, every single person that would text me call me and say Caitlin can I add this to your plate and I would just say yeah sure I can do it yeah absolutely you'll get it by the end of the day and I found myself working these 60 70 hour work weeks because mm-hmm. I just said yes to everything but if I just explained to people my workload they would say oh we'll just give it to someone else but you really are trying to like establish your worth mm-hmm. 
and prove that you're versatile and you can be work under like in hard and difficult situations and all those bullet points that Mm -hmm. they have on on an application when you're applying to the job you're just trying to fulfill all of them right and you have to realize that you cannot do everything at once i like to always say my my slogan from college oh i love this was do the bare minimum well and it sounds like a very lazy answer to handling everything on your plate but really doing the bare minimum well is called doing your actual job what is your job description Mm -hmm. what is your day-to-day tasks that have to get done and doing it with a smile on your face very positive attitude and and setting up that um level of dependability with your team that you will always get done your job right exactly but the problem that a lot of people have is they think oh i can just add all of these things on my plate because i need to exceed expectations i need to be known as a person that gives 150 percent and you add and add and add all these things to your plate and then you find yourself burnt out Mm mm-hmm And then that puts you at maybe doing 50 or 75% of your actual job. Right. And so if you do the bare minimum, do your job well, and slowly start adding things to your plate, then that's how you grow. That's how you level up. That's how you get the promotion. Not just putting 100 things on your plate and thinking that you can balance it all because it's actually impossible. Right. And doing the bare minimum well in and of itself is self-care. It is. (laughs) That is self-care at its finest. It is. Because if we're not taking care of ourselves in all aspects of our lives, in all environments, it's going to add up and it's going to come back to bite us. But also, hot take, your work is not who you are as a person. Absolutely not. And when you put so much on your plate Mm -hmm. and you make work your whole entire world, which depending on what your work is, like if you work a nonprofit or something really great for the world like I'm not gonna be like don't make your like if, if your work is your passion that's one thing right yes but even exactly. then you need boundaries right you have to set boundaries even if you're self-employed but a lot of us who work in these like very corporate spaces and we work for the big man uh, <laughs> aka capitalism you have to like take a step back and ask yourself you know when I am 50, 60, 70 years old and retired, will I look back and regret that I poured all of my time and energy into a job? That yeah, gave me some income, yeah, gave me some savings, allowed me to retire when I did, and now I have all this money to to travel, but maybe not the energy mm-hmm. and, and the physical ability to do it. Or do you wanna look back and say, wow, like I really did a good job at work, but I also live life to the fullest every single moment in my 20s and 30s. And I think that's what always is a reminder to me when I want to make work my priority. Preach. Amen. Amen, I sister. I say amen to myself. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I mean, okay, so I Pastor think... Pastor Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> so with all that being said, I think we can all come to the conclusion that Abby and Caitlin are ready for fall, mm-hmm. but um, have some steps to take to Me achieve too. their goals and um, make the most out of the last four years. Four years? <laughs> four, four months. A whole education. Uh, a whole years. education out of the last four months mm-hmm. of the year. And yeah. we're taking accountability really seriously. Yeah. And I think like as you all, our listeners, are up our up club, our uptown girls community <laughs> are also making these goals because I mean, we're making these episodes to hopefully inspire you all to follow in suit with some of the things we're doing. Right. Is to 
actually take the time to write down what you want to do if it's you want to journal more you want to read more and actually like saying step by step this is how i'm going to do it even abby made a great point about if you know you want to drink more water i know it might be a little bit of an investment but find a water bottle that you really like the way that it has (laughs) elevated my water intake is crazy and listen hear me out i have in the past been like oh, this water bottle is trending, must be a reason, let me purchase. And it never, (laughs) yes. And it never has worked out for me. This one, I said, I'm going to give it one last go. I believe in myself. I'm going to make it work. And let me tell you, sure, I do credit myself for upping my water intake and making it a priority. But I credit Mr. Owala more (laughs) because he has done so much for me. And I feel so good amazing I feel amazing a living testament <laughs> so but so that's basically the point and, yeah and I'll and I, I, I also box about it I also want to add that in terms of affordability compared to other uh stainless steel insulated cups on the market the Awala is very affordable okay you're really selling this cup Lit- no seriously if I didn't I, have a cup that I already used and I'm time, really disappointed that you don't have one honestly you might just influence me can we put it on the Amazon storefront? Yes, please. Like, okay. I'm so passionate about it. Okay, guys. So this is this is the announcement. We're going to start an Amazon storefront. The light and, and the Awala water. water bottle. Okay. Those are the first things. Please purchase. Please. You will not regret <laughs> it. It'll up, upgrade your Insta game and your water intake. Mm-hmm. What more could you ask for? I know. Stay hydrated. Okay. That was awesome. Should we move on to our Q's and C's? Oh, wait, quick checklist. Really, really fast. Oh, quick checklist. So just to serve as a reminder, we are nearing Q4, as we mentioned, Mm -hmm. and there are just some things to be thinking about. Um, First thing, swapping your closet. That needs to be happening sometime in the next two months. I know it's really tricky Mm -hmm. to find the perfect time to do that. For me, I have like a little transition bag. So like a bag that's That's in the front for me that as it's starting to get cooler, I have enough to get me through a week or two. Mm -hmm. So maybe even if you didn't do a transition bag this year, as you're packing up all of your summer stuff, create a spring transition bag. Great idea. And also donate your clothes. If you're going to take the the sustainable route, like take the time to look through your closet, see what clothes you want to keep, what you want to give away. Be honest with yourself. If you have not worn something in a year, it probably is time for it to go. Is that the Marie Kondo method? Oh, I think it might be when you're like, thank you shirt for all you've done for me. (laughs) It is now time for you to find a new home, a new home. And she will find a new home. She will. Someone will love it to death. And there's so many ways you can find uh, drop off locations in New York City, specifically for our city listeners. If you go on like the city website, they have an entire portal that will show you exactly what drop-off locations are closest to where you live all you have to do is put in your zip code it's so easy so easy please do it and then traveling home traveling home for the holidays for new years if you haven't bought your flights yet hop on it word on the street is that the most affordable day of the week to buy a flight is a tuesday oh so Did you know that? I did not know that. You learn something new every day. And I will be purchasing my tickets next Tuesday. Yeah, keep keep that on deck. Um, Especially with, you know, if you're going home for Thanksgiving, get that done ASAP. But, you know, 
prices are going up around the holidays. They're always more expensive around the holidays anyway. So the sooner you can get that done. And if you're the at better. home for the holidays, like consider going somewhere for New Year's. Sure. Come visit us. Don't don't, don't stay, stay don't with st- us. <laughs> <laughs> don't, we were both like, eh. Don't stay with us, but we'd love to do a little meetup in December. Yeah, I'll do a little meetup with you. New Year's. Yeah. A little walk. Exactly. Hot walk for beginning uh, of January. I don't think I'll be partaking if it's... Oh. <laughs> With our park is on. <laughs> if if it is, oh, I'm gonna uh, bring Lulu Parka on. I'm gonna have to. to let me circle back. I'm not. Don't count me in yet. All right. Well, y'all can walk with me <laughs> by myself. I will sit inside and have a wonderful cup of coffee with you. A nice meal. We will walk to the coffee shop. Okay. In oh, a two part. That's situation. a perfect way to meet in the middle because I, you will not catch me. You know I love yeah. <laughs> you know I love to walk, but you will not catch me on a long walk when it's freezing outside. And that's understandable. That's just a way for me to protect my my you. mental well being. I gotcha, I gotcha. Um, another thing is purchasing summer wardrobe for mm. next year right now because things are going on sale. And if there's something you've kept your eye on but you didn't want to spend the money on it, swimsuits, swimsuits especially. especially now may be the time. The perfect time. Just Cute little sandal moment. And I know it feels really stupid to spend your money on it because you're like, oh, I'm not going to get to wear this. And what if it's not trendy? If it's something you really, really, really like and it's on sale, like just go ahead, bite the bullet. You're going to thank yourself. You'll appreciate it. Yeah, I do that with coats. Mm-hmm. And I really, I love a coat. I, even though that just completely contradicts, um, not completely contradicts, no. I guess, but... But like end of every season, you just sure. Um, I just love a coat because I it really does become it becomes part of your outfit. It's almost here. coat season. It is almost coat season. I can't wait to whip mine out. Yeah, I think is that it. I think that's it. Okay, and now it's time for the Q's and C's. For the Q's and C's, would you care to elaborate? So I guess first and foremost, let's let's talk about the the Q's and C's, the Please Kwamets do. and Caitlin's. Yeah. So. I don't, I don't know if we didn't like fully clarify it, but every single Sunday we're going to be posting on our Instagram story, which if you're not following us, follow us. What are you doing? What are, what are you doing? If you're literally listening to this podcast and you're not following both of us on Instagram, and I know some of you are, came from Abby's page or came from mine, but just go ahead and follow both of us support my the girls because that's how you keep up with like any events or things that we're doing or ways that you can interact with the podcast yes but we'll be posting cues and c's for you to send in based off of the topic of each week's episode exactly um we got a very mixed bag of, of responses so i think we just weren't really clear about responding questions specifically about the topic yes now if you have a question or you have a story that you want to share that's not necessarily based on the topic of the episode you can send us a longer dm or you can email us Mm -hmm. that we really would love to be able to give you more advice type segments we would love it like specific instances that are happening to you and less like stuff about us because we want this to be a lot more interactive, but mm-hmm. I just wanted to start out by saying that. That was great. I'm Thanks. so glad you did say that. I'm br- Thanks for you're... using your voice and taking up space. I feel like you're so proud of me. Yeah. <laughs> so the first question we got is favorite thing about Fall in NYC. Or what is your favorite thing about Fall in NYC? That's a really hard one for me because I feel like there are so many amazing, wonderful things. 
but actually, no, no. One comes to mind right now off the bat. It's going to be the same. And it just might be. I will walk in the park Mm, every Sunday. (laughs) Um, Park not specified. Any park. Anywhere where there's somewhere for me to walk. I'll walk. Um, Because it's really wonderful to see the leaves change. Foliage. Foliage. And I don't know, like stepping on the leaves, the, the crunch, crunch, crunch. Uh, it's all, there are always so many people around. It's just really nice to see. That is one of those romanticize your life moments for sure. That is when I'm also going to pop on my Moody Fall playlist. And it really does get me in the mood. I'll oftentimes purchase a coffee on a Sunday before I go on my walk. It makes it more special. So I'll get a hot coffee and then I'll go for a walk in my favorite sweatshirt and a pair of leggings. And it just feels like fall cozy it's cozy i think mine's basically the same i, like I that. also will add on what you said just a little bit earlier about wearing coats mm-hmm. like fall fashion and being able to layer and yes like cozy sweatshirts and sweaters and nice coats a good camel coat and boots like heeled boots knee highs Oh, don't even get me started. <laughs> there's just, there's something about it. It's always like a moment and more it's of a statement. It's always a moment. Because in the summertime, it's more flouncy. Yeah. Like whatever you can wear that will keep up with the 90, 100 degree uh-huh. weather. But with winter, you can just add so many layers. And it makes me feel so fierce. There's I something agree. about fall fashion. I feel so fierce. One thing that I will always spend my money on is a good pair of boots that's true because you're going to wear those over and over and over again that is a good investment yeah and and if you get cheap boots your feet will feel it yeah oh Mm -hmm. and and i've learned that lesson as well (laughs) you can't do it you gotta and it's not even i was about to say you have to make the sacrifice it's not even a sacrifice you will think yourself it's an investment so i think i am excited to transition closet i'm not excited for the actual act of transitioning because it's normally a two-day can I get all of this stuff packed back up can I get everything out very frustrating process mm-hmm. but yeah. once it's all there and also with our rent the runway bags um thank god yep. to rent some clothes love her I get really excited and in the mood and getting ready for the holiday season that was great I loved that okay next question how do you cope with loneliness with the weather changing this is tough because it really is just like a massive shift. And I've talked to so many people that say they experience that shift. One thing that I love to do if I'm not feeling like leaving my apartment because it's so cold outside and it really is a whole ordeal to get bundled up in the winter. You're sweating by the time you walk out the door and then you walk outside and you're sweating some more because you're still so bundled up. It's a whole thing. If you don't want to go through that, FaceTiming and calling friends has been so awesome for me. I agree. It really makes me feel connected to people in the comfort of my own home. And it's also so nice to catch up with your friends that you don't get to see every single day. That's another goal of mine that I'm trying to work on is making sure I prioritize those phone calls. Um, or something that I think we're going to do this season oh, is we we've talked, we've talked about it. <laughs> I'm like, what did you sign me we've up for? We've talked about it. Like meeting up to watch the bachelor. Oh yeah. Or the golden bachelor, which is about to What's hit, his name? Gary? Jerry? 
it's gary gary it's gary but you know like the snail <laughs> like the snail <laughs> but it's little things like that you know setting aside times where you're going to consistently meet up with your friends that holds you accountable and makes you leave your house but then it also ensures that you get FaceTime with people, which is really, really important. I think two things that are helpful, especially for someone that maybe has moved to a new city, does not have friends, um, feels like they are annoying their friends from home for FaceTiming them all the time, because that was me when I first moved here. I was mm-hmm. just on the phone with my friends every day, is to find ways to move your body take some group exercise classes after work come join me cycle bar it's a plug it is i'll always plug (laughs) always plug cycle bar i'll I'll plug equinox okay uh but take a group exercise class move your body i promise you that will make you feel a hundred times better if you and it'll help you go to sleep too because you'll be exhausted yeah um after you cook and you work out you're not gonna want to get on tiktok right you're just gonna go right to sleep but then also i think seeking out community groups Mm -hmm. most major cities have some form of like meetup groups and that's something that's a goal for us with the podcast it is is to eventually take this digital up club and make it something that's a physical thing for people to be able to interact with just because we understand how hard it is to make friends especially in the winter when everyone's very siloed with their people Mm -hmm. and so just searching on like instagram or tiktok or like there's just Facebook groups and finding people, run clubs, book clubs, things like that to interact with other people and not just feel so by yourself in the wintertime. That was a great point. I'm scary. really excited for it is scary. I'm really excited for our club to come to fruition because it really is so nice just to have a group of people that you know, you know, you're going to meet up with every week, every week. They're going to be some great people that hopefully you'll become lifelong friends with. You never know. Or even just to make a connection that... Most of the time you meet people through a friend of a friend. Yeah. Like most of my closest friends I met through other people. Same. And so you have no idea where that friendship... And saying yes, just say yes to everything. Just say yes. Not to the point of burnout. No. Because that's contradictory to what we said earlier. We said say no. And now we're like, say yes. Yeah. Like say yes to social things. Mm-hmm. If you are feeling that pull and that loneliness and you just need that connection, any chance someone invites you to something social where it could be a whole group or really even just one or two people, just commit to it and don't be weird and nervous and say, I don't know. I don't know them. Like everyone is in the same boat. Also chances are everyone is in the same boat. Most of the time. Yeah. Nine times out of 10 and nine times out of 10, you're going to thank yourself for doing that Mm -hmm. because you're the only person who thinks you're weird. <laughs> well, maybe some people think I'm weird. But no. Like, like ner- being nervous and scared walking into a room. You exactly. Know? Yeah. And also, I've only experienced kindness and open arms when I've found myself invited into a space that I'm not familiar with and people I'm not familiar with. People want to make friends. No matter how long they've lived in the city, no matter how many friends they have, people always want to make friends because it is hard to do. So if you're open to that new friendship... If you're welcoming in that new friendship, it's going to come. And it's a really wonderful thing. So I think that kind of wraps up fighting loneliness with the weather changing in New York City. And I think that's pretty close to the wrap of the episode. I think so. Again, uh, the party is tonight. If you're listening on the day that it drops, episode drops 6 Mm a.m. Eastern. Yes. 
every Thursday. If you're listening to it, please sign up, show up, do the RSVP. We'd love to see you. Bring your friends. It's going to be so fun. Remind them of the details. I seriously cannot wait. It's September 14th tonight from 9.30 p.m. to 2.30 a.m. at the Star Child Rooftop Bar and Lounge at the Civilian Hotel on West 48th Street in New York City. It's going to be a really fun time. We're hosting great music by DJ Tokyo Rose. <laughs> and it's yeah, gonna be great. it's going to be great. And if you can't make it, bouncing off of the point that I just made, we do have a lot of fun and exciting plans for the rest of the fall mm -hmm. to create more of a cool community or a little up club. Yeah. And so you can always go to our website. We have a newsletter and we would love to get your email and your phone number so we can reach out to you as fun things pop up if you can't make it to the party. We're really looking forward to seeing you soon. It's going to be so good. It's going to be amazing. I'm really excited. Well, with that, call it a wrap. It's wrapped. We're wrapped. A wrap on episode two. Okay, we'll see you next week. Sounds good. Bye. Bye.